Hey guys, want to get today's show started off the right way, talking about our brand new title sponsor, Gordon Food Service. This has been the best relationship. I've worked with everybody at Gordon Food Service for the past several years uh, at both of our restaurants and have nothing but amazing things to say. The main thing I think that I gather from Gordon Food Service is that they live their cornerstone values. And that's something that is big, big, big to me. To say they're a perfect company is not true, but I love the fact that they will raise their hand if they make a mistake and they will make it right. And that's really the best we can ask. There's no excuses, there's nothing else, let's get it done. And now what they're doing is, is they're offering same day deliveries. They have a Gordon Fresh van that is going out from their stores. If you didn't know that they have GFS stores located throughout the city, and you can just walk in. If you have an account with Gordon Food Service, or if you don't have an account with Gordon Food Service, there's the clincher. Anybody can walk in to the Gordon Food Service stores, but you can get a delivery from the Gordon Food Service store if you have a restaurant. And again, whether you are somebody who is an actual customer on a regular basis, or if you're somebody who's brand new, they will take care of you. Here's what you got to do. You got to give my buddy Paul Hunter a call. And Paul's number is 615-945-6753. I've worked with Paul for many years. This guy is amazing. He is here to help you. Give him a call, 615-945-6753. Learn more about your daily deliveries you can get from the Gordon Food Service van and what you can do to start an account with them today. Hey, I also want to tell you about one of my favorite things that happens with me getting to be a podcaster is that people come to the studio, chefs, restaurateurs, they come sit down in the studio and they see behind me, I have all these... Uh, all these sponsors and their stuff and you get to take home cool stuff and everybody that comes in says oh my god super source i love that guy jason ellis is the man and you know what he is this this is quite the most amazing uh person out there he does what he says he's gonna do he over delivers and he does not have you sign a contract He's the guy you need for your dish machine and chemicals. And his number is 770-337-1143. You should call him today. 770-337-1143. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, presented by Gordon Food Service. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host. Man, I'm excited to be back in studio. I feel like I haven't been in here in weeks, probably because the last episode we put out was 10 days ago. Did not put out a Friday episode, did not put out a Monday episode, but damn it, it is Tuesday and we are going to be live. So today we are talking with 
Brian Riggenbach, and he is the executive chef at The Mockingbird. We are also talking to his husband, Mikey Corona. He is the general manager at The Mockingbird. They are partners with Manit Shohan, and they are amazing, amazing people. You last heard them on our show. We did an episode of Talk and Shift, and they joined Jess Benefield, and we uh, we just had so much fun. And that's been a busy, busy, busy past couple of weeks for me. A lot of restaurant stuff going on. It's been hot as hell. It's been hard to do anything to get anybody to come out. And um, two really amazing interviews we did today. This interview with Mikey and Brian, we did today. I'm putting it out today. We're just going to make it happen. Uh, my next interview showed up in the middle of the interview, not in the middle of the very end. So uh, we are promoting the interview with Jeff Hopmayer, which is going to come out on Monday. Uh, giving you a little bit of time to wait for that to come out on Monday. He is the CEO at the Brindiamo Group, and he is a bourbon broker. Wow, the conversation we had. Holy cow, you guys do not want to miss the episode on Monday. But we are putting out this episode today, Tuesday, and it is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to everybody out there who is celebrating. We've got a lot going on. So today is Tuesday, and if you want to look at the Pride calendar, I will give you a little bit of the heads up. So this week, Thursday, June 23rd, there's going to be a Latte Art Throwdown to celebrate Pride at Frothy Monkey in East Nashville. 6 o'clock p.m. is a sign-up. 6.30 is the first pour. It is free to attend, $10 to buy in. Drinks, foods, live DJ. That is happening Thursday, June 23rd from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, sounds like a ton of fun with our friends over at the Frothy Monkey. Then if you are into baseball, Nashville Sounds is having Pride Night 2022. Brought to you by the Nashville LGBTQ Chamber. And uh, that is Thursday, July, June 23rd from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Nashville Sound Stadium. Come to watch the Nashville Sounds take on the Gwinnett Stripers. It looks like it says Gwinnett Strippers. I'm not kidding. Gwinnett Stripers at First Horizon Park, 7.05 p.m. Gates open. $5 of every ticket goes to Launchpad Nashville. If you don't know what Launchpad Nashville is, you need to listen to this episode because we talk about Launchpad Nashville and how you can join in to help. So in partnership with Music City Creative, you may pre-order Sounds Pride Night shirts for the additional $17 plus tax through June 16th. So that has already passed. Never mind. Um, June 23rd, there is a Pride pre-party at Bearded Iris uh, in Sylvan Supply. Not the one in Germantown. So Thursday, June 23rd from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Bearded Iris, Sylvan Supply, DJ Dame Luz, exclusive fanny pack and shirt released by Ellie Caudill, Bearded Iris, uh, proceeds benefit the Oasis Center. And then, let's see, Friday, June 24th, we have Athena, music by Joe Gothro. I'm reading this with DJ Aaron. Friday, June 24th, uh, at 9 p.m. through Saturday the 25th at 3 o'clock a.m. Studio 615. Uh, this is the June 25th. Saturday, June 25th and 26th is the Nashville Pride Festival. So there's a parade Saturday from 9.30 to 12.30 at the Bicentennial Capitol Mall Park. And let's see, the Pride Festival is also Saturday 
from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. There's going to be all kinds of really cool stuff down there, stuff for the whole family. So you can go down there. There is a sweet tea dance party, official closing party at the Basement East Saturday, June 26th from 7 to 11 p.m. And then there's the official Nashville Pride after party at the Virgin Hotel from 8 p.m. to midnight. That is on Sunday, June 26th from 8 p.m. to 11 there's your Pride Week Festival update. You can go check it out at nashvillepride.org. The whole list is there. I think you can sign up to go to any of those things that you want. But we are going to be talking today to Mikey and Brian. It's a fun conversation. It's a quick conversation. Normally, I like to go a little bit longer. But we're running short on time. So uh, let's jump in right now with Mikey and Brian from The Mockingbird. Super excited today. To welcome back, well, not back to the show, kind of back to the show. Yeah. We have Brian and Mikey uh, from The Mockingbird. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, gentlemen. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks. Pleasure to be here. It really, you know, I haven't done an interview in a while. It's, it's been like two weeks since I've done an interview. So this is really fun. And I've <laughs> craved it and I've needed it. I've been so busy doing other things. It's so nice to have you guys back in the studio. The last time that you guys were on the show... We did a show called Talk and Shift. Yes. yes. And it was on Sunday night from 9 to 11. There were cocktails involved. I think that Jess yes. Benefield uh-huh. from 210 Jack and her husband, Trey, were on the show with us. Yes, correct. Yep. And we just goofed around for like two hours. That was great. Yeah. It was because it was like kind of in the middle of the pandemic still. And it was via Zoom. So we weren't able to really do this. Yeah. At that time, look uh, at people in the eye. Thing. Yeah, what's that like? So, oh, and we love Jess and Trey two ten. We were just there last week. Mm, deliciousness. So it was the a best. treat all around. The best. Well, we, I feel like we people come in the studio and we start talking, and then you you get all like this fun like catching up kind of stuff. And I like to do that on air so thank you guys i just we were talking i said let's turn this mic yeah, on let's yeah that's the whole reason we're here because we, got, we can't have all we have all this great conversation before we start that i'm like no 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 let's record this that's so much There's more content fun. yes what were we talking about my brain my brain is so off today what were we talking uh, about temporary Nothing. staffing temporary staffing we were talking dogs. about temporary staffing i had gig pro as a sponsor and you guys are sitting in studio you can see all the sponsors behind me Yes. And we were talking about GigPro, and I said, I think it's a really interesting way if you can't get people to come in right. to just put an ad out there on GigPro and get somebody to come in for a couple of days and kind of go, hey, do you like this? Do, do you work out? And then it might work. Do you guys have – are you guys having any issues staffing right now? We are actually in a pretty good position as far as the back of the house is concerned. It's tight. You know, if one person sneezes or wants to go on vacation, then it's like, all right. It's a I'll, house of cards. Yeah, so buddy. it's tight. Um, I have a really good crew. Um, I have a new guy starting tomorrow, um, which is, and it's all, all the success I've had since we've reopened has been word of mouth. You know, I was dumping three, $4,000 a month on ads and just getting nothing. Not really? Zero. Mm-hmm. Where were you spending that money? Um, indeed, Craigslist, Craigslist, just um, all the standard culinary things. agents. Okay, name it. Like, like I'll throw a dart at the wall till it sticks. But it was all 
none of that worked out. It was all through word of mouth from former employees or current employees. And it's great. So I have a solid team now. Yeah. Knock on wood, please. Um, I'd like to, ex- <laughs> I, I mean, I'm looking to hire I pack my more lucky people. Penny? Um, There's a never ending looking for good people. Right. If you're yes. a stud and you can come in and Great. you can make it happen. We're going to find a place for you. We're going to figure it out. Yep. Yeah. Front of the house, I think we're pretty good as well. We have a solid team. Um, I haven't had to hire anybody new in uh, maybe like a year or so. Um, Which is kind of incredible. Well, I think it's due it's to the limited, we're still at abbreviated hours and days. Uh, we haven't fully gone back to seven days a week, brunch, lunch, dinner, late night. We're still only five days a week. Um, we close at 9 p.m. on the weekdays, 10 p.m. on weekends. And it's really helped. Um, as far as retention. Is as far as retention, because it's not, you know, you're not overworking your, your staff. You don't really have like a... <sighs> Second string, it's it's just everybody is working kind of five days a week. Uh, some they all get two days days. off, and it's a relatively set schedule. So, I mean, if I'm somebody who's working as a server bartender, they're all set schedules, and you're busy. Yep, how's business been? It's been fantastic, insane. We're busier now than we've ever been. (laughs) Yeah, wow, crazy. It is, and it's good, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, um, and everybody's like, everybody's relatively nice, They, they weren't as like bonkers whenever we first opened after the pandemic people forgot to act in public a bit and i think we were talking about that in the talking shift last time we're like what the flock is going on here you can say the word too people <laughs> uh, no but you had these people had like covid brain and everyone was locked in their house and then everyone was just a complete asshole when they came outside not everyone just not everyone but the percentage of challenging guests increased dramatically oh yeah. i have some pictures i got to show you of like tickets that that were printing up of like oh they were like a mile long it was like cheeseburger no cheese no buns no onions no meat no sub burger lettuce sub sub, fish, yeah sub <laughs> i was like caviar. wow everybody just had this pent up like oh i can't wait to go out and get some freaking modifications going <laughs> <laughs> so like tickets were just so long i would send them to the to our business partners as well as like what the f- fuck is happening i just can't wait to get out there to go fuck with this yeah. chef's <laughs> you're like i need he to has, get about carefully curated these dishes that i can go and just, just butcher modify them just i feel butcher. like some of them would be really good as like wallpaper in the bathroom i want to do like the one star yelp reviews and well, so you like did that for us Adelia yeah. joe came in and she uh-huh. filmed that for for us um when we're doing the roundup yep. and i think i have you on my tiktok page doing that <laughs> you, we should do another one before you guys leave it'd yeah. be a lot of fun but there were some crazy people out there yeah, yeah. like some of it's just like there's construction outside the window one star like, all right cool like, yeah. <laughs> well I, I had will will newman from edley's i uh, found one for him to read and he got a he got a, it was a two-star review but he got a two-star review because the people outside of the 12 south there's lots of jaywalking happening outside of the building <laughs> oh, it was like no. there's there's jaywalking oh, i got a two-star <laughs> because people are jaywalking <laughs> on 12 south i should probably like, call the national guard because <laughs> I was explained to somebody <laughs> earlier today. It's not shocking, sadly. It's fucked up. It's so <laughs> crazy. I, I'm so anti. Uh, I was talking to Jim Myers this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Jim yeah. Myers. Yeah. But he used to be a restaurant critic. Mm-hmm. And he there was a proven formula that he had when he would go in and do restaurant. And he would visit him multiple times. And he goes, 
rest, people would get angry at me if I gave them a bad review, but the really yeah. good restaurateurs would take that as constructive criticism right. and they would get better. Yes. He said, but when restaurants realize that me and the press are advocates for the consumer, that we're trying to put the best information out for the consumers to come in, he goes, when restaurants realize that, then it, it kind of works out. But people yeah. today are advocates for themselves. Correct. And they don't know how to properly review a restaurant. They don't, oh, the food was good. Like, yeah. the food was good is not a good review. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like what does that what mean? Is exactly. <laughs> like, there's so much more involved there. And I told him, I said, one of my goals from doing this podcast is, I don't necessarily want to talk about your favorite dish. I want to talk about you and who you are. And I want to learn about the people behind the restaurants. And hopefully people who listen to this can identify that these are people's dreams. Correct. These are people who put their heart, their blood, sweat, and tears into making this happen to serve people. Yep. And by you going in and just trashing them, like I want to humanize people that are behind the line that are working this. So if you're listening to this and you've learned Wow, Shane Nasby is a really good guy. Oh, I, and love I, I love him. Next time you go to his restaurant and you give him a one star review because you couldn't place an order before they opened. Yep. Like it's a punch in his that's a punch in his gut. It's a punch in his heart. Dude, this like, is this guy and his family's dream. He's yep. working really hard. And you give him one star review because you couldn't place an order forty five minutes before they open. Like yep. do you give Target a one star review because you went there at seven thirty and they open at eight? Probably. Yeah, they like, probably do actually. What the hell? Yep. It, 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 there's a general sense of entitlement that's really like challenging because we do pour everything into it. Everything and work insane hours and all morning all night and holidays all, i mean every holiday and every weekend and we miss all the family and birthdays i just missed our niece's graduation because i was at the restaurant mikey got to go but you know someone had to stay behind hold down the fort um and but, that's gotta be tough too with you guys being yeah. in a relationship front of the house back of the house like you both and how often do you guys get to spend time together? The days that we're closed, Mondays and Tuesdays. Whenever we do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it, it's pretty wild. Um, so, yeah, speaking of that, I wonder I wonder how Jim feels like now that he's on the other side of it as a restaurateur. I just had him on the show a couple oh, weeks ago. Got, okay, I'm going to have to like. And you, I asked him, I said, do you owe some people apologies? Seeing what I go, it's like. Now that you're in the building and, yeah. and if you don't know jim myers used to be a writer for the tennessee yeah and now he looks like richard gear he, he, he kind of does look yeah. like richard gear yeah everyone he came in i was like whoa hello jim <laughs> he's now at the Elliston place soda shop yeah he does all their marketing but he's he he has such a passion for the industry in nashville in nashville itself and what nashville was and um i want him to do a podcast on this network oh he, he should delves into old Nashville and does the interviews with all the people that were the old Nashville. And I want to put it out there so that we can have podcasts that talk about the old, like yeah, tell the stories of the old chili parlors. And I want to learn Jody Faison's story. And like, will, will you come tell that? Like <laughs> you got to have like Chris Chamberlain as his co-host to like really. I would love it. Do I'd it. love both of them to come do something. That'd be awesome. I used to love running into them at like Charleston Food and Wine and some of the other like food festivals around. Well, and they used to work across the street from a restaurant before they tore down the Tennessean. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, 
Yeah. Walton Porter. Yeah. No, that's a new that new Nightscapes. Is yes. that what it's called? Yes, it it's called Nightscapes. Interesting. Yeah. Have you been in there yet? I haven't. What do you know? These are your new yeah. neighbors. I know. I actually I walked into the kitchen. Uh I just go over there and give them like a cup of milk or something like hey. One of our vendors dropped something off for us that was for them. So I just I like I was like, well, I'll just walk across the street, introduce myself, hi, da 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 da. And I mean I don't know. They seem very nice. Um, they seem nice. Yeah. They, I know they invited us to their soft opening, but it, it was on like a Friday and a Saturday. It was like, yeah, I can't I, escape. I was the same thing. And I was going to try. I, I, I signed up. I RSVP'd. Like, I'm going to come. And then I was like, Friday night, I, my wife was out of town. I could have even uh, gone. But I had yeah. like a million things to do to clean the house and all this stuff. And I was like, I, I don't want to go like by myself. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm, then it's like. Yeah. I go places with my wife. Like I, I've been married seventeen <laughs> years. You know, like yeah. I don't. It's Friday night. I'd be at work. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. I just couldn't. Yeah, same. It's we're my right own personal psyche. Like I don't. I couldn't get out. No, I get it. We couldn't get out because we were like freaking, like uh, kind of shoulder deep in cheeseburger orders and pumping out punch bags. You know, just it was a bonkers night to try to escape. It happens. That, it does. It's you know Friday night in Nashville. I drove downtown a couple weeks ago. I have a new sponsor called Maintain IQ. Okay, <laughs> fantastic what they do. I'll tell you about it later. They are so awesome. But I brought the guy, the Will Will Jackson, who's the founder and CEO. I drove him downtown. He's never been in Nashville on a Friday. Flew okay. in to do. This. It was a Thursday night. Okay, yeah. But still, we drove down like First Avenue and made a left down Broadway and just drove him down Broadway all the way down to like back to the interstate. It's crazy. And he was like, what's it like on the weekends? And I'm like, no, this is 1030 in the morning on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. There's 20 live bands playing and people drinking. Yeah. Like, getting after it. Oh, yeah. Nashville's a whole thing. It's a whole vibe. It's It's, it's a thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. And now I don't even recognize your little corner down there. It used to be this Twelfth Avenue corner down there that was like Shohan, Mockingbird, Tansu, and that was it. Yeah, Twelfth and Porter was there a long time ago. Now you got the Pins Mechanical, and there's just whole there's a Whole Foods blowing up. Yeah, Whole Foods. It's yeah. insane. There's like four high rises under construction, like right next door to us. In in August, it'll be five years that we've been open. I think there has been. Um, Four months of that five years that we've had no construction on our street. Other than that, they are blocking stuff up. They're drilling. They're demolishing. The it's, road's been closed every day. They're doing it only in the morning. So it's only closed till three in the afternoon, theoretically. Do you but guys just like lose power sporadically all the time? We're okay they, with... No. That hasn't happened in Grundy's probably been like closed for now. four months. Yeah. It's just like giant... like cavern in the ground and like as we were talking about earlier where people are like oh you know food was great service was amazing one star parking was difficult and it's like i i know our, our employees can't even find anywhere to park like, like uber like a normal person yeah just get or, dropped off at the front door or do that yeah. who goes out to eat and doesn't uber anyway mm, a lot of people yep a lot well, I think for downtown, like anywhere you go, that's it's anywhere be challenging. close yeah. downtown. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna, well, especially if you're drinking anything. Yeah, I mean, just get the app and Uber there and get dropped off at the front door three minutes before you leave. It's yeah. well, there are still people safe. that are like, "Oh, can you call us a taxi?" And I'm like, "Um, can I? I need to first find a time warp machine." Like, no, can and you then, find me a phone book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you might try that phone booth on the corner. Yeah, oh Basically, God, 
I don't get it. <laughs> don't either. Also, and it is always because you want to be like, you know, we're in the hospitality industry. You want to be hospitable, to, but it's also like, um, I, I don't, I think it might just be quicker if you get an Uber and just trying to explain it to that to a certain demographic or somebody that doesn't use it is like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and call it for you. And that's just going to be my treat because this is. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I, it's funny because when I used to drive Uber, it was hilarious because you would get an Uber more so than Lyft. Lyft was people who knew what they were doing, so to speak. Really? Yeah. Huh. Lyft's only in like the major areas, like major okay. markets. It was back when I would drive, right? right? Mm-hmm. So Lyft was in like your major markets, but Uber was everywhere. Everybody knew the term. Uber was almost uh, a verb. Yeah. Right. We're going to Uber there. We're going to, it's Ubering was a, it was a verb. So these people, like these old women or women that would come in from the Midwest, I don't mean to be women or men. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. it was mostly women would come in and they'd be like, it's our first time Ubering. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Suckle up, ladies. So, so, yeah, so, like, I would, they're, they're going, we're going to Acme. And I'm like, and it's Friday night at 10 o'clock. Are you fucking crazy? Like, yeah. I can't just, you can't just drive there. I can drop no. you off six blocks. Mm-hmm. Or it's a 45. So, I would, like, drive down to 8th Avenue, make a round 8th Avenue, turn down right where the Nash Southern Spoon Saloon. I'd drive through parking lots, and I would sneak behind the arena, and I'd go back this way, and they're like, what the hell is... And they're in the back seat just like, like... He's going off the grid, guys. Like, like oh my God, if we're going to get kidnapped. Anytime you go to New York, you get in a cab, you're like, this dude is crazy. And they're like, how do you know what you're doing? I'm like, yep. this is this is just... This is just... This is Friday. This is, you got to do this. This is how, this is how yes. I get you pointed to point B. Yeah. And they would always be like clutching and yeah. holding on. White knuckling it. Like, oh my God, we're <laughs> getting kidnapped They've right never now. been in a car where they drove like that. And I'm like, well, I, got, I, can't, I can't just... Well, that was before they blocked off Broadway because now I think it's blocked off completely. So people that are leaving our restaurant and I'm like, hey, so where are you kids going next? And they're like, oh, we're going to Broadway. Everybody, you know, call your Ubers. I'm like, "Uh, I wouldn't call an Uber. Not from here. Like, yeah, just Just make a left right there at Broadway. It'll take you like. 10 minute walk if you're in an uber it's going to take you 30 minutes you're going to just going to be and you're bumper to bumper 30 bucks so i mean like whatever it's your money do what you want but yeah they're like oh well these like these shoes aren't really made for walking like girl y'all should have done some research before you came here <laughs> thought about going down broadway in some heels <laughs> i took my wife my mom my mom was an international flight attendant and oh. she had an apartment in newark for 25 years so anytime we wanted to go to the city pretty easy i can fly standby to, to newark and then i got a place to stay and just take a train into the city right yeah, yeah. so the first time I, I married and i bring my wife and i go we're gonna go do new year's in new york and she's like okay so i, I got us a, got a plane ticket we went to newark we're getting ready to leave and she's wearing heels and i go oh no 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 no, honey we're we're going into new york <laughs> like you need to wear like, tennis shoes she's like i'm not wearing tennis shoes not with this dress and i'm like okay we're gonna be in new york city like all we're going to do is walk. And she's yeah. like, I'll be fine. Again, an hour after we get there, she's like, we got to find your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> the, two, the next two and a half hours like leading up to was us just walking around trying to find shoes for her oh that weren't like $900. Yeah, no, totally. Because every store in Manhattan is like, Oh, those? She's like, I don't like those. I'm like, well, those are only 150. <laughs> we should, if we want to eat dinner tonight, we should. This is a long time ago. This is yeah. probably 15 years ago. But it's just so funny. Like, we're going to New York. Like, oh, I'm just going to wear heels. Oh, we're so like, mm, I don't know no. if that's the best idea. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. I mean, so, that's even for us guys, too. I'm like, I don't want to wear like any dress shoes in, in, anywhere down Broadway. I don't think I've ever, ever done that. No. It doesn't make no sense. I, I, I now wear, like, you see, I'm, I'm like, 
super comfortable today, but I wear, I bought those, I have those new Cole Hans okay. that are like tennis shoes yep. that are yep. like, they're like fabric. They look like dress shoes. Yep. And then I put like different color laces on based mm-hmm. upon the shirt I'm wearing. Cause I'm weird. <laughs> But they're like wearing tennis shoes no, all like, night long. I was wearing those in the kitchen for a while. It would be comfortable yet edgy. <laughs> People are like, I like your laces, your shoes. I'm like, thank you. Well, because I think that Kohan and, is it Nike? They merged? Skechers? I don't know. So the soles are like a They're fantastic. They're like this is a very old, old man conversation old we're man. having. But I stand on my feet for like 12 hours a day. So we're like, going to lose the 20, 30-year-old demographic <laughs> from this convo. I don't think I, I think my, my demographic is like 30 to 55. Okay, right? so they're down with this. They're like, holy shit, comfortable shoes. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they look terrible. They got to look terrible, right? No. You know what? You should do an online poll with this to see if they're croc or not because. I'm not. I'm not. not. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a hard not. Thank what? You. Thank you. On Crocs. Because he's I, a decent human being. I love Crocs. Brian says and he I like. I want my <laughs> wife to be attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says he puts like bacon grease on my Crocs so that the dogs will intentionally chew them up. <laughs> and I'm like. I how, can neither confirm nor deny. How dare you. They are so comfortable. <laughs> you know the dude. <laughs> you know they're comfortable from what they I understand. And aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> they look comfortable. They're like little Smurf feet. So does it? So does like a, a gown you wear at the hospital. Yeah. I'm not doing it. You could, hey, you could bring this back. I Kurt Cobain tried it on stage. He would wear like this smock. Oh, that was the '90s. You know, speaking of hospitals, um, I think I read an article about you just as I was doing the 30 seconds of research before actually interviewing you guys. <laughs> that you've been hit by a car. How many times? Three. Here, all all here in Nashville. All here in Nashville, you've Nashville. been hit by a car. Yep. Three. How does that happen? Leaving you guys on a cliffhanger here while we hear a few words from our sponsors. When talking about what chefs want, really the question is, how do they do it? No fees, no fuel charges, no surcharges, never. This allows you to order as much or as little as you need as often as you need. Seven-day delivery, access products every day, trimming your waste, increasing your valuable shelf life, and allowing you fresher product. 24-7 customer support. Call, text, chat, email, anytime from anywhere. Uh, They take a team approach to serving you at 800-600-8510 or whatchefswant.com. They have a very they have very diverse product lines. So their chefs have access to thousands of items across many different categories that allow them to receive fresh products daily. This type of flexibility helps chefs with the ability to offer and test new menu items with ease. They have hundreds of trucks on the road every day to reach their vast market. Their focus is tight urban areas where groups of restaurants and chefs are located. Additionally, they have trucks from coast to coast bringing products to farms and artisans across the globe. You can order through your phone app or online. They truly are what chefs want. Check them out at whatchefswant.com. One of God's great gifts to this world was fresh baked bread. That's why Sharpier's Bakery delivers six days a week to your restaurant, as they've been doing for 36 years. Aaron Moso's family has been running Sharpier's Bakery, locally owned and operated right here in Nashville, Tennessee, like I said, for 36 years. Go check them out at sharpies.com. That's C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S 
sharpieswebbook.com or Sharpie's Bakery on Instagram and Facebook. Give Aaron Moso a call at 615-319-6453 to set up an appointment to talk about what fresh bread you'd like delivered to your restaurant today. We are talking about net checks today. And you know, last week we told you that net checks is your single source for all things people. We made a list, recruiting, onboarding, performance management, human resources, uh, scheduling, payroll, taxes. The one thing that we want to focus on today is your biggest pain point, hiring and retention. Uh, What do you use? Indeed, Facebook, Craigslist? Well, NetChecks will post to all of those sites for you automatically. So there's no need for you to post on all these different sites and keep up with it. One source. Like I said, NetChecks is your single source for all things people. They are always on the employee experience. All here in Nashville, you've been hit by a car. How does that happen? Um, carefully. You, is <laughs> Not this so an insurance really scheme that you're working on? <laughs> Mikey's never, I've never seen Mikey when I got hit by a car. So maybe you've been pushed. Maybe I've been pushed. <laughs> maybe I've hired somebody that that's also been like kind Twice of floating from around behind a car hit me from behind. And then once there was like construction, you're like, just standing there. No, I, I was like riding my bike, and someone hit me. One of them, he rode a bike. One of them, he was on a scooter, and one, he was walking, just a pedestrian. And like looked both ways, but it was like a sharp corner, and there was construction barriers, and the guy was. I mean, it was just an accident. You know, it wasn't yeah. like malicious, but like I flew up on the windshield and like cracked his windshield and like flew off on my back. That was very dramatic. Oh yeah, it was. I was at the restaurant, and like one of the servers came in. She's like, "Yeah, I think I saw Brian on those." <laughs> Like lying on the street, and there was an ambulance or something. I was like, "What the fuck? Are you for real?" It was Brian got hit by a car. Yeah, it was so calm the way they said it. So I was like, "Okay, wait. I don't know. Either you need to calm up, or I'm I'm needing to now like calm down because this is right before Thanksgiving." And I was like in the back of the ambulance, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna go to the hospital." I was like, "No, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm going to prep for Thanksgiving. It's a very busy night. Yeah, yeah. no, it's like I have a lot to do." And they're like, "Well, <laughs> sir." Your spleen is severed. Yeah. Like, well, it's okay. I, it's <laughs> that is what is so. And I think I I always like categorize that as like old school mentality of us in the restaurant biz. It's like the show must go on. There's not really like backups to to each of our roles that are there. And so I that's how I file it because I remember that after you did get hit on your bike. You still came to work and there was like blood coming through like your, your chef pants. <laughs> like my whole side of my yeah, face was like and all like. I didn't really notice it. Cause we got, rash. Rap, yeah, rash. we got like yeah. caught it up in service. And then I was, I went, you know, I was like, where's, where's the French toast for table 42. And he turned around. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what happened to you? What? what I walked in the cooks were like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I was like, Everything's fine. I just need to wash up. Uh, Everything's fine, guys. Just a flesh wound. (laughs) Just a flesh wound. (laughs) It's funny because Carol Sullivan um, from today in Nashville. She thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread. When we were on like two weeks ago, she like hadn't seen us. It's all been via Zoom um, for the past year and a half. And so it was our first time back in the studio. And she was kind of like inspecting. She's like, are you okay? You haven't been hit by any other cars. Like you got here safely. This is fantastic. <laughs> and it's like, that's, that's your rep now. You're like a crash test dummy. Well, I do walk everywhere. I don't have a, I don't own a car. 
Oh. So, where do you guys live? North Nashville. Buchanan Arts District. Oh. It's kind of fitting that the acronym is BAD. B-A-D. Because <laughs> it's like, it's Bad. a little wild. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, there's got to be some like cooler name for like the Buchart. We live in Buchart. Okay. Oh. Buchart. We're Germantown adjacent. Yes. Germantown so. adjacent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Buchart. Yeah. Buchart. Well, there's like. On the buck. I think they Hilo, call the buck. you know, like Wedgwood, Houston, WeHo. And I'm like, Wedgwood, Houston. Just. Yeah, you're trying. So, to. bro, I get so, bro. So, they're like this. Yeah, I can't. Canon Arts. It'll be there. You'll find it. So, we're like to the left of Rosa Parks, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, maybe we could be like Lero. Or we could be to the right of Rosa Parks if left you're coming up. Rosa Parks, Lero. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever no, we first. Encourage us. Yeah. Um, we're, we're creating, dem- we're creating no, neighborhoods right now. As it is on some of like the collateral for the for the restaurant, the Mockingbird, I put North Gulch. And there's some locals that are mind. like, there's no such fucking thing as North Gulch. I'm like, All right, we'll call it Norgu. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Nogu. Yeah, Nogu. Yeah. We're a Nogu. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that I don't know. No goal. Okay, that could work. Or no goal. No no goo. No goo. No boo. North of Broadway. North no. Norbo. No bro. No bro. No bro. No bro. But there's a shit ton of bros down there. I'll tell you. A lot of bros. And this year specifically, we've been seeing a lot of uptick in bachelor parties coming in the restaurant. It is, and I guess it's you know where. Because well, before it was just you know obviously the bachelorettes. Well, this is to Nashville. My favorite question people would give me in the Ubers, they would say, "There's a ton of bachelorette parties," and, I, and they go, "There doesn't seem a lot of bachelor parties." I go, no, 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 no. Don't let me set you straight here. There are a lot of bachelorette parties, and they wear matching clothes, and the yep. one girl has a sash. They're very noticeable. Yes, in schools of fish. Do you see the shark? No. There, the, when there's lots the of women, guess what that brings? Mm-hmm. Lots of dudes. Yeah, they do bachelor parties here. They just you just don't know that that's well, what they're, they're not wearing. They're not shirts like, and sashes. Believe and, me, yeah. when the word gets out that the most single women in groups are in Nashville, oh, it brings a lot of dudes. Words out. Like yeah. it's it, they're there. They just don't flaunt it as much because they're like, hey, let's be under the radar and let's. Oh no, they're starting to now. We're attacking. Oh, they're starting to now. Like I'll have tables that start to intermingle with each other, and like you know, there'll be like one so really weird. aggressive guy in a group of ten. It's like I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna buy them a shot, and then we'll sit down with them, and it becomes a little tricky because we got to train our team. Like, hey, look for signs that you know. People don't want other people encroaching on them. Yeah, and Uncle then we got touch over here needs to calm down. Yeah, so li- it can get a little like. All right, well, like, then you guys gotta play fun, bouncer. But. Yeah, oh, it's brutal. It's so brutal. So t- most of the time, whenever you go to a table, you're like, "Hey," so they they get it. They're like, "Oh, okay, okay, I'm getting up." Blah, 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 blah. So like, they'll understand hey, that. Back off. Yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just trying to enjoy themselves, and it, it's ugh, it gets well. That a lot you of know, control. it's funny because when the Patterson House first opened. That was a rule there. Like when you got sat, I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know, but it was like, we're going to seat you at the bar. Yeah. These are your seats. Mm-hmm. Don't get up and go mingle with other people. That a boy does that. We're yeah. not allowed. You, If there's two women down there, this is not your free invitation to yeah. go over there and talk to them. Yeah. Like you come here, you sit down at the bar, you order drinks. This is a craft cocktail. Like 
this isn't a it's a nice meat market. It's yeah, a, a meat market. It's a good experience where if I am a single woman and I want to go have a drink with another woman, yeah. I don't have to worry about that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Who's you know, who's there? It's great. Yep. They're moving. Are they? Oh, they're moving Who? into the Patterson, uh, Patterson House. Oh, really? In Catbird, I believe they're moving into the Voorhees building. Oh, oh across I, street from Arnold's. I did not know that. Wow, over there, Mais de la Vida is uh-huh. gonna be there too. It's gonna Mais be great. De la... It's gonna be really. It's gonna be a really good spot. I didn't know they were moving. Yeah, breaking news. Was that like in the <laughs> scene or something? Did I miss that? A business Journal. Business Journal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that our timer? Nope. That was my reminder. I have another interview. Oh shite. Uh, and then yours, yours. I'm going to put your interview out today. Oh wow! Like it's going to be out fast, like today. Because I didn't do today is Tuesday, the 21st. Yeah. I didn't do an episode on Monday. I okay. typically so put out a Monday and a Friday. No, I'm interviewing um, a guy named Jeff Hopmayer. If From- you don't know who he is, that's probably because you. That's there's no. He is a bourbon broker. Oh. oh, he's he owns a company. He's the managing partner, but he's the he's the guy that owns it of the Brindiamo Group. Hmm. Okay, what he does is he sources like really good bourbon, and then you think he I think he has like five thousand barrels that like he owns. Okay, and he ages it twelve fifteen years, and then sells it to bourbon companies that want to put out a fifteen year bourbon. He sells them bourbon. Okay, wow. so he. Finds all this bourbon, yeah, then yeah. he stores it and then resells it to people so they can do small batch stuff. Oh, that's awesome. It's really, yeah. I'm really interested that to hear. Is, yeah. I've known him for 20 years. He actually donated all the champagne from my wedding in 2005. Oh, that's, that's how long fantastic. I've known this guy. He was, he originally was the guy, he was a chef and he created all of the food when Starbucks started doing food. He created the food for Starbucks and then sold all the recipes and everything to Starbucks and just made a ton of money and then wanted to get in the spirits world. He bought a winery. Guy's oh been, I mean, his God. fascinating guy. That's fantastic. I'm excited. Well, You'll get to dream. meet him here in just a minute when he, when he arrives. <laughs> that's a dream for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to get into his story. So if you're listening to this, you got to check that out coming out uh, on Monday, next Monday. Perfect. Definitely. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Jeff Mayor. I'm glad that we'll be on, like, you'll be able to get it out today when it's still June. It's still Pride Month because then... You get to have your two gay chefs here to celebrate yes. Pride, which is next weekend. This weekend, actually. So it is this weekend. Yes. Tell me about it. What do we've got going on? We're going to be at the VIP uh, tent on Sunday from three to five, hawking out some really gay food. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know if it's like really gay food. Like, what is that? What is what does really gay food mean? It's do it unicorn tartare with sprinkles <laughs> and glitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specialty. <laughs> that's unicorn tartare. Unicorn tartare. That's, that's amazing. It's hard to source right now. <laughs> the supply so- chain, you guys are able to get unicorn. <laughs> it's hard. That's, but that's I impressive. Have a guy. I don't want to brag, but I have a guy. So. You have a guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this should be a lot of fun. There's always, I think last time, this will be the first one that we've been able to go back to since the pandemic. Um, and last time we were there was like 2019, mm-hmm. and it was uh, who was there? TLC, yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah, you don't remember? Please stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. Yeah, <laughs> I have no rhythm, so I'm not gonna. I'm it, not gonna. How do you not remember? That was so much fun. I have pictures of it. They have like old nice. dance. No, 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 no. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. It's just been. 
I can barely remember yesterday. So. Oh, I would never forget that. I, was, I never thought I'd meet them before in my life. So that was pretty exciting. And you got to meet them? Yeah. Yeah, we got to meet them because, like, in the That's VIP area, you get to meet all, like, the performers that go through. Nice. I think yeah. that Chef Star is speaking at the the Pride Festival. She's really? on, going on stage and doing the whole thing. Oh, it's great. She, yeah. Her, oh, she was on the show, and she said, they called me back, and they said, no, Chef, somebody from the Pride heard him on the show, and they were like, we want you to come speak. And so she's, yeah. like, going on stage and doing the whole thing. I was so excited I for her. Love I love her. her. Yeah. She's a treat. She, her energy is just spectacular. That event we did last week at the restaurant, which um, was called the Feast of the Fabulous Five, and apparently there's only five gay restaurant tours in Nashville, which I find it hard to believe. I feel like there's more, but I, I, we found whoever five. you are, please email me so that we can like <laughs> plan another gay uh, dinner together. Yeah, but um, yeah, we all got together and joined forces, and each chef did a different course, and so we had. Um, Chef Star uh, from Anzi, and then uh, Chef Arnold Mint from International Market. Which he's somebody I'm trying to get on the show. He's going to come in. He's going to be on in July. Oh, I didn't get him during June. Okay, but he'll be on in July. He is. He's pretty fantastic. He's uh, in L.A. right now yeah. filming. So yes. Oh, he's he's everywhere right now. Um, Chef Margot from Margot's. She's the the OG. OG. Yes. Like of OGs. Yes. Like I, she's the queen. Yes. Very much so. Uh, and then Chef David Andrews of De Andrews Bakery, um, who, God dang it, his pastries are just like so good. I think dreams are made out of. I would like to say that I am very proud. I've had all of those people on the show. Have you? Oh. Except Arnold. He's coming next. Oh, okay. I've had awesome. All That's of those great. people on the show already. Oh, good. And all of, those are all amazing people. Well, it was, yeah, it was so great. And I was like, the way I, I, reached out to them via email I was like hey queens like we're gonna do this dinner it'd be great if you know you can jump on board i think if we had all of us gay chefs under one roof doing this dinner it might be enough to like reawaken the spirit of james beard his actual self since <laughs> uh you know put together these this power dinner um thankfully they all agreed to, to be part of it so and it went well and you guys had fun it was fantastic oh it was a blast yeah, it really we, was we were able to donate twenty seven hundred dollars to nashville launchpad from that dinner that's so, fantastic what is nashville yes. launchpad it's a uh, organization that offers housing um as well as counseling to lgbtqia uh youth that uh are housing insecure um which is yeah it is great i think it's 18 through 25 year olds if if you're having issues with uh, housing they will uh, take care of you and they're completely volunteer based and so um it was something really important that we wanted to give back to because it's like one thing to cook like or bake rainbow donuts or whatever and it's like okay great yeah let's celebrate pride in that aspect but let's also do it with a purpose and so that was kind of the meaning behind that and to be able to give back to like an organization that's really doing some kick-ass stuff for our community was really important. And What's the name of them again? What did you just say? What? Nashville Launchpad. Nashville Launchpad. I assume you yeah. can find them at NashvilleLaunchpad.com. Yes. Yeah. Some kind. Yeah. So if you're out yeah. there and you want to, if, you, if you're feeling like, hey, I haven't done anything for Pride Month. Yeah. And I'm listening be- to this and I'm like, hey, I'm not able to make it to the Pride Festival. So Nashville Launchpad. Yeah. You could go right now and make a donation. Yep. To help. Yeah. yeah. They're a fantastic organization. We're really excited that we got to. If you have any FOMO them. out there of missing out on all these <laughs> yeah. Feast of the Do Five, that. the Fantastic the Five. Feast or of the Fantastic Five. Yeah, it was uh, it was so much fun. I want to do it again. 
we're now that like everything is kind of like open back up and people are well, there's a little bit of a surge of COVID happening. So some people yeah. are getting a little leery, but a lot of people are ready to like to gather again. And um, so we're bringing back our charity supper series. And so each month um, in summer, we want to do a pop up supper to, to give back to an organization uh, that means something to us. And so this month it was Nashville Launchpad. Uh, next month we're doing a pop up supper that is Golden Girls themed. Um, You're welcome. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's going to benefit the American Diabetes Association. Uh, there's members of my family, uh, including my mom, that have diabetes. And so this is uh, something really uh, near and dear to our heart to raise awareness and, and help fund uh, for cure and whatnot. So this is our little part in doing so. I love that. Yeah. This one's going to have to come up with a cheesecake that's diabetic friendly. So he's got some work cut out for him. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> He's like, why has it got to be cheesecake? <laughs> the Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Hello. Uh, you know what? I remember the Golden Girls. I know Betty White. And then, but Blanche was always my favorite. Every, every time I go back and I, I was a kid. You right. Know, gosh, I don't, I haven't watched the Golden Girls in 20 years. It's timeless. You got to watch it. But when you go it. back and watch it, it's just hilarious. Yeah, Rose was, and Blanche. And they just, they bicker back and forth. And, and it's just awesome it's it amazing. is it, like it's pretty hilarious especially for back in the day because it was in the 80s they they did some cutting edge things and took on some some really you know big topics, topics. Like, yeah. it was like pretty socially aware and it's huge yeah it's fun wish we could get more i don't know i feel like today even today we could be a lot more socially aware but uh, i digress uh, yeah we're spreading positivity here yes. today. Yes. Oh, you got to be careful with that, too. It's like, oh, I don't want positivity. It's, it's so connected to Rona. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> like, what? oh yeah. I didn't even see that. But. Joy. We're well, joy. 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 Can we say joy? Yeah, can we there say we go. Joy? Yeah, that? we can say joy. You can say Happiness. joy. Happiness. I think I'm just so, like, keen to all these words dealing with, like, what happened the past two years because my last name is Corona, and so it's like... Anytime I try to oh. autocorrect, like I, if I'm spelling my name on something, it's like autocorrect it to coronavirus. I'm like, no, I'm not Mikey coronavirus. <laughs> oh, so, we, so we both have unfortunate names. What's your name? What's your Brandon. Name? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Every time I do a table visit and I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, how was your steak? Was it cooked the way you like it? Is everything good? They go, everything's great. And you kind of have this connection and you're yeah. like, well, y'all have been really nice. My name's Brandon. I'm the director. And they go, Brandon? Yeah. Like, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, no, not like that at all. Like, not like that at all. I'm sorry. We're going to take a quick, quick break. Hang in there with us. Quick break to hear word from our sponsors. I want to tell you guys, I had Erin Moso in studio. She brought some new T-shirts and some cool swag for us from Sharpies. And she saw Robbins Insurance. And she goes, oh, is that Van Robbins? And I said, sure is. She goes, oh, I love that guy. I get that again, like Jason Ellis. People come in the studio and they see Robin's Insurance and they go, oh, I love them. I use them. They're great. I've known Van forever. Matthew Clements, he's the guy. So I'm here to tell you guys, if it's Benjamin and Max Goldberg, if it's Stephen Smithing from the Greenhouse Grill, if it's Aaron Mosso, people are walking in and they see these people. Aaron went to high school with Van Robbins. So these are local people who you should be supporting and can help you succeed Matthew Clements is the guy. He's the restaurant specialist over at Robbins Insurance. His number is 863-409-9372. If you want to do a consultation with somebody that can help you ensure that you are insured properly, 
Matthew Clements is your guy. 863-409-9372. You know, I know another area in which we all want to do the right thing, and that is in sustainability and reducing your carbon footprint. And one thing that you can do working in a restaurant is you can take your food waste and put it in a separate bin, put it in a separate trash can. You go to the dish land, you put the, this is why I call it dish land. You put your food waste into a special Slim Jim that has a green compostable bag. That gets put into a special trash can, which goes next to your dumpster that they'll come pick up to twice a week. That then gets taken to their farm where they compost it turn it into soil. They're selling it to Whole Foods, local landscapers and local farmers. And you can help reduce the largest supplier of greenhouse gases to your landfills, which is food waste. You need to call Jeffrey Ezel at the compost company. His number is 615-866-8152. We start them at Green Hills Grill this week. We're so excited. Uh, my staff's already excited. One of my managers in the meeting we talked about today was like, oh, this is awesome. I cannot wait to do this. I hate that we have so much food waste. So this is your chance. Give Jeffrey and his brother Clay a call right now. 615-866-8152. Come on in, Jeff. <laughs> Let's, you're like, no, not like that. Can we not just like, we don't want to tap We're not doing that, that at We're all. Not, yeah, we're not playing that today. <laughs> well, so I, I teased that Jeff Hotmare was coming in into, so Jeff is here now. This is Jeff. Hello, Hi, Jeff. So, <laughs> oh, you got some bourbon. Oh, yeah. Oh. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, since you don't drink. Um. You guys need to drink. It's your day off, right? <laughs> it is, but we're on some crazy crash course diet before we go to Mexico next oh, month. Oh, me too. I'm going to Florida next month, and I'm like... Um, yeah, this is this is juice from clean juice. I'm like... Get it, gotta fucking, get it together. Oh, I know. It's brutal. And it's so hard like to try to keep to a diet whenever you're in a restaurant setting as well. It's like, oh, I want all those... French fries. Well, I think we got to scratch the surface today. Yeah, on it was fantastic. Just, just catching up with you guys. <laughs> I know. Uh, happy Pride Month. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honored to have you both here. Uh, honored to um, to call you guys friends. Uh, and uh, we got you guys got to come back and let's do another one here Anytime. real soon. We can do this yes. on the street. I want to bring back. So in this studio. I've got this little thing here. I'm going to set the computer up so we can all see. I've got a monitor. We can put it up there. Okay. With all of this, I can take live phone calls now. Nice. So this, I can do live, so we can do talk and shift again, but in the same room okay. and take phone calls and have people come up on the screen and we can do a whole thing now. That's oh, got to happen. So let's that'd do be, that again yes. real soon. That'd be a lot of fun. I'm trying to, I might have somebody who might take it over for me to kind of own the process of how talking shift works. But no, you guys got to come back. That was like the most fun I've had. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can do like... Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, I've always wanted to say that in the correct context. So that would be it. That would be it. Let's do it. Awesome. Guys, uh, the last thing I do, um, Gordon Food Service is our title sponsor, and they sponsor The Final Thought. So The Final Thought is you get as long as you want to say whatever you want to my audience. You can talk about anything you want, but you get to take us out. The mic is yours. Go. Brian, you go first. Uh, on what? <laughs> whatever you want to say. You whatever could say, say. Whatever, literally whatever you want. I don't know. 
I don't know. Now, now that I'm on the spot, like I'm, <laughs> I'm all like frozen. Up. You can say, if you're a driver out there, watch out for me and don't run me over. Yes, national nice drivers. Uh, turn signals are good. Turn signals are amazing. I saw a bumper sticker today that said Jesus would use his turn signal. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Kindly do not um, run into a biker and then tell them to get off the road. Don't okay. do that. All right, yeah. All right, Mikey. Um, I think just as a reminder to to, to be nice to, to everyone out there, uh, regardless of what industry you're in or who you come across, just uh, be nice to other humans. It, it goes a long way. And um, just uh, spread, I, I don't want to say positivity, spread joy. Spread, spread joy. One thing I like to do is I like to go to um, – like Google reviews and leave positive reviews for for restaurants that uh, I've been at because a lot of times people won't leave anything unless it's something negative to say. So show some love to your other um, kind of fellow independent restaurants and go on there and leave them a nice review. And uh, the people behind the screen reading that, it really does make their day. Uh, so do that. Everybody out there who's listening, go right now to Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google everywhere and find two restaurants that you've loved Yes. And leave a, if it's a five star view, great. That helps the overall star rating. Leave a five star view, and then whatever the greatest aspect of that meal was, but go do it right now. Stop yes. listening. Don't even listen to the, the outro yes. for this podcast. <laughs> go right now to Yelp, TripAdvisor, wherever it is, or all platforms, and leave a five star view yes. for somebody out there. Be like the reason, the mockingbird. Smiles. Right. For sure. Right, for yeah. us, for any ind- independent restaurant in, in town, you know, it's the people that are reading it and they're read during pre-shifts to the team. And so if you mentioned a staff member that that comes out and it yes. really does make their their day. Um, if there's some critical review that you have to leave or feedback, call us. Do it. Yes. Call the restaurant. Send an email. You're very receptive to those sort of things. Correct. You like so we'll get better. You tell us we, yes. where we failed and we'll get better. Correct. Absolutely. But if you yell it like in a public review, that it's not going to really help anybody in that situation. So just send us an email and let us know and we'll, we'll um, address the issue. So, yeah, I guess that's my, that's my leaving uh, thought of the day. Well, Mikey Corona, Brian Rigamock, thank you so much for joining us for here. Thank you for having us. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Adios. Adios. Big thank you to Brian and Mikey for making it out in this hot, hot Tuesday to come talk to us about their restaurant, The Mockingbird, about getting hit by cars, and about the Pride Festival and their special dinners that they're doing and the fact that they're just awesome. It wasn't really much of an interview. It was more of just people sitting in a room talking, and sometimes that is so, so fun. Uh, after they left, I interviewed Jeff Hotmayer, and that was mind-blowing, by the way. Um this guy, if you like bourbon, if you like spirits, this is a behind-the-scenes, behind-the-scenes guy, and he's a major player, and this is a lot of fun. We have so much fun talking about all the nuances behind specialty and gourmet bourbon and just bourbon in general, but uh, he's a bourbon broker, so I, if you don't know what that means, you should stick around because Monday we are going to be d- unpacking it So much fun. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you guys are being safe out there. Stay nice and cool out there. Love you guys.